It's your boy, back. Had to pop out one time. It's ain't rocket science, people. What we gonna call this quarantine radio episode number one. Just wanted to catch up with the people, man. See what's been going on. We in some very weird, very funny times right now. And I ain't got nothing but time. So I'm down here in the basement, of course. Wanted to reach out to the people, man. See what y'all got to say. See what's just going on with the quarantine, man. See how what y'all think. How y'all feel about it. See if it's changed any of y'all lives. Um, under the first thing that comes to mind for me is when we were doing a show a couple years ago. And we actually did a show on the night we voted. Um, the night of the presidential election And one of my main lines was And I say this all the time Is I got it from my college coach He was just like Well <clears throat> It don't matter Either way you gotta pay the water bill Basically what he was saying is It don't matter for us No matter who we vote for It is what it is It doesn't really affect our lives And um, I, At the time I was rocking with him I mean he said this back in I wanna say 2008 Because he was like I'm gonna vote for Barack Just cause he's black you know, and like I said, I, I was rocking with him, and I felt that, and I shared the same sentiment. But um, as of today, I mean, I, I I gotta beg to differ. I mean, I feel like um, better leadership, a better president, we maybe could have prevented this a little bit, flattened the curve is, is what they calling it. You, you understand what I'm saying? So um, I just see how y'all feel, man. See, um. If it's affecting your lives, if it's touching home, see if any positive things is coming out of it. I just want to have a conversation. Talk to the people. I'm not going to ramble. I want to hear what y'all got to say. It, it, it should be a good time. I mean, at the end of the day, though, this is still this ain't this still ain't rocket science. So I'm gonna have a good time and, and find funny parts, no matter what's going on in this world. Um, I know for me personally, it's been. It's been productive. Like it's 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 been really the same for me. Um, for the people that follow me on social media, I mean, I've been pretty much quarantined and social distancing. I want to say since about November. Once I got back up in the crib, once I got my crib uh, fixed, I've been in here uh, just pretty much chilling, man. And that's another thing. Had this went down for me a year earlier. It'd have been hard for the boy. I was out there in the streets. I was homeless. <laughs> Not literally, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know, as the kids say. Um, but yeah, I just want to talk to y'all, man. See what's going on. I know I got nothing but time. Um, so I know we're we going to just see, see, see what's going on, talk to a couple people. I want to know if y'all picked up any new hobbies. I want to know if y'all being productive with y'all time. I want to know if you're chilling. I want to know if what your kids think about what's going on. How'd you explain it to them? Um, are you doing the homeschool thing? Are you working from home? Man, there's just so many different layers to the situation. Social media is going crazy. Are you on TikTok? Are you dancing? Um, I mean, it's just so much to talk about, and I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing. Uh, what you all have to say about it But I'm going to just start with myself I know for me Like I said Even before all this was going on I was trying to be a little more pr- Productive with my time 
because for the most part, I, I am able to work from home. I am able to set my own schedule. Um, and I have been doing, you know, a lot of work from the crib. But, you know, since all this is going on, I done started doing a little yoga. I know I posted my little yoga calendar earlier. People was laughing at me. But it's like, man, if you ain't got nothing but time, you might as well try to maximize what you got going on. So I started doing yoga. I've always been like a beach body guy. If anybody know, like Insanity, T25, and all that good stuff. Um, I did Insanity first, but I, I did that before all of this. I started Insanity back like December 1st, finished up. Um, then my homegirl gave me her password to the beach body because I was bootlegging the Insanity, of course. I wasn't paying for it. So then I started something new called the 10 rounds. So I, I've been just trying to work out, man, eat better. Um, I started doing the yoga. I've been joking with people saying, like, listen, I might as well go ahead and just pick up a, another language. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, man, we might as well use this time to have a good time. So at, at the very least, really for me, and, and I guess for all of us, it's just inconvenience. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's, I mean, outside all the obvious stuff, people, you know, getting sick, people dying, people losing their jobs. It's, it's just a big inconvenience. And, um... I just hope everybody living situation is cool. Like wherever you living at, I, I hope it's cool. I know for me, I live by myself. I ain't proud of it, but you know that's a different story for a different time. I live by myself, and it's just like I ain't gonna say I went one other way, but I mean, if you gotta do it, you gotta do it. You might as well do it like this. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna do your time, you might as well do your time on your own. So you can just do what you want, how you want to do it. You feel me? I know some people out there living with a significant other. <clears throat> I don't know if this is the best time for that. If everything ain't one hundred, you understand what I'm saying? Now that this is, if the relationship was already on the rocks, you know what I'm saying? If it was already gin on the rocks, that this this quarantine might 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 break it. You feel me? Last, last what they call it, the goddamn straw break the camel back. Or I, it, might, it might help you too. I mean, if, if there's two people not getting along all that great, and y'all got to be quarantined together, shit, y'all might as well work it out. But for my brothers that's not in like a real relationship or like a real committed relationship, and you ain't got your own crib, you might not even have a car. And you like staying with a chick? Could you imagine? You might not be paying the bills. You probably just hitting it. That's how you earn your keep. You and that joint walking around on the thinnest device. You understand what I'm saying? Like, could you imagine the type of pressure? Because not only is she throwing you out, she throwing you out to the COVIDs. You understand what I'm saying? So I mean, I, you got the. Abide by all rules and guidelines in that house You probably scared to even raise your voice Washing dishes Ain't even no dishes in the sink You just you just trying to look productive It might not even be a significant partner It might just be You might still live with your mom You feel me if You're a grown ass man You still live with your mom Quarantine might not really be the move right now You, you feel me yeah, and, and it's funny I see that because, like I said, around this time last year, while I was waiting for my career to be fixed up, I spent little times with mom. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't even all that. I ain't all that sure she wanted me there. You, you feel me? I don't care what you do. You can leave money out. You can pay for groceries, bills, whatever. 
She looking at me like, nigga, when is this house done? You feel me? I mean, it's the same way when you grown man and you used to live on your own, shoot your parents, they used to live on their own too. You feel me? So I, I can only imagine I had this one down last year in my mom crib. It ain't all that big. She got a little two-bedroom apartment for herself. You feel me? So I, I know for certain people who still live in the crib, boy, this, this might be a tough time. You scared to leave the room? <laughs> yeah, you out there, you, you trying to do anything to help, anything to stay on your mama, your mama good side. You feel me? Shoot, my mom's ain't no joke. Shit, I remember when um when I first met my daughter's mom, I mean, I might have knew her for two days. And I might have been 24 at the time. This was like right before I moved out, right before I got my first crib. And for some reason, my mom just started blacking on me like. I'm sitting there chilling, playing the PlayStation, minding my business, enjoying my day. I don't, I don't know what her problem was, and she just started blacking on me while I'm on the phone talking to a girl. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> and then she was like, was that? You? I, I just hung up on her. Probably called back five, ten minutes later once everything cooled out. She like, was that your mom? You know, it was just an unfortunate situation. It, it, it didn't put the boy in, in the greatest of lights. But yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a tough time, man. It's it's a tough time. But I mean, I mean, for the women though, I, I guess it's a little easier because first of all, women can live at home until they fifty. You feel me? Ain't nobody judging them. Ain't nobody paying them no mind. First thing you want to know when you meet a dude is who you live with. Do you got your own crib? Do you got your own car? Women can get away with whatever. You feel me? And half the time when they be posted up on the gram and all that, they make it look cool. That shoot, living with their mama, like living with their girlfriend. And they're drinking wine together, watching all the shows, and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, it, it ain't going down like that for no dude. And now we in the crib, like, what's up? Are you, are you drinking more? You feel me? I ain't got nothing here. I was on the gram, everybody drinking. Is you smoking? It's a damn shame if you got to go outside and smoke a cigarette in, in these times. You feel me? If you want every quit, this this might be the time. But I see everybody on the ground, and we in the trusted area. I'm, I'm in Philly. I know a lot of people from Jersey, a lot of people from PA running down to Delaware. But shooting Delaware, they, they stopping niggas at the border. You feel me? They, they, they actually letting people go and buy the liquor and then getting pulled over, taking the liquor from you. I mean, because it's already illegal, to, I guess, to take liquor state to state anyway. But yeah, I heard a couple people, they were telling me that... <clears throat> Yeah, they, they pulling people over, taking the liquor. Like they, they not they not playing out here with people, man. I don't feel like they they been shut the, the liquor stores down. Um, another thing in down there in Delaware, as soon as you when you pull up, I know some places when they card you, yeah, you might be twenty one, but if you ain't got a Delaware ID, they not letting you rock. So I mean that, that's that's kind of salty too. So whatever you do though, whatever you do, whether it's drink, smoke, cigs, weed, whatever, you definitely got time. Ain't got nothing but time. And what about the homeschool situation? Like the home, the homeschool situation definitely had another layer. Like if you got kids, it's it's, it's hard out here. I know for me personally, I got a daughter in kindergarten. You know what I'm saying? She's gonna be in first grade next year. Um, then I got my younger daughter. She's in. Um, she was actually. You know, in pre-K or whatever, she was in daycare, and she she's gonna be at you know her her sister's school next year. 
So I've been trying to, their mom's working, you feel me, essential, shout out to her, whatever. Um, <laughs> like, I'll be in this joint trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to teach them. Half the time, they, they ain't paying me no mind. And shit, I don't be knowing, like, I don't be knowing if she's supposed to know this stuff or not, so I be getting mad. You feel me? And she looking at me like, like, it's the teacher fault. You know what I'm saying? I know I explained it correctly. But I don't know. Like I, I don't know if my baby's slow. I don't know if if we did a poor job the first six years. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I, I had to email our teacher. I was wondering, like, should she know these things? I'm reading books from my babies. You know, she she damn sure looking at the picture, acting like she reading, which I can respect. You feel me? You cover them pictures up. We 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 in, we in a world of trouble. <laughs> she mad at me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. The homeschooling is definitely wild. And then you got the new way to do math. The new way to do math, I've been seeing. Like, it's, it's, it's nothing but respect for these teachers out here, man. Even though all the teachers I know, all they, all they used to do is complain. I know a lot of teachers because of my job. You know what I'm saying? I do a lot of business in the schools. And all the teachers I know or know personally, it's like, all they do is complain. They can't stand the kids. They can't stand the school. So I know this break was probably heaven sent for them. Shoot, they, they, they couldn't wait for the school year to end. That thing ended in March for them. That's, that's a hell of a break. Shout out to all the people who complained about their jobs. And it actually came true. <laughs> that, that got to be a great feeling. Even though right now, I guess, I mean, it's a little different now. Because, I mean, they've been out of school maybe two, three weeks. So a lot of people, they got to do distance learning and some type of, you know, online course and make videos and all that good stuff. But... I guess that's still better than going there dealing with them, with them kids. We'll, we'll call them just 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 them kids. And it's also my understanding that a lot of them now are dealing with the parents. You feel me? Sometimes the parents be a bigger problem than the, than the, than the kids. So you, you understand where the where the kids got it from. But yeah, that's that's just a whole different beast. I can only imagine. I, I, me particularly, I actually like my job. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really got a problem with it. But if I dreaded my job five days a week. That all of a sudden I ain't got to go, and I'm still getting paid. Oh, we out here. Shoot, it's, it's, it's a celebration. Shoot, you, you better believe it. Um, but right now I'm gonna bring on my homegirl Sheena. She's actually a nurse, um, so of course her perspective is a little different. She's actually out there dealing with this stuff every day. So uh, let's bring her on and see what she got going on. What's going on with you? How, how you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I, I know things are going pretty well for you. We're going to get into that a little bit about how you blowing up on social media and, and everything like that. But my first question to you, which is basically, when did it first uh, touch you personally at work? Like, when did it, it basically start to turn up for you at work? Um, well, honestly, it started to... We basically initially, when we knew coronavirus was coming, we started to, or COVID-19 is the better word, because coronavirus is actually something that was already a thing, but COVID-19 is the new version of it. Okay. Um, so we initially, like, we knew that it was coming, so we started to basically, like, clear out the hospital, like, any surgeries that weren't necessary, any procedures that weren't necessary, any patients that were, like, long-term patients that we kind of, like, had been holding on to, tried to get them out first. Um, so that way the hospital will be as empty as possible and, you know, if we had an influx, we'd be able to handle it. 
And then all of a sudden, it became apparent that the people that we thought didn't have it did, <laughs> you know? So that was the hardest part is that, it like, even though really it's seeming like it just started, it probably was has been here for a while. So that's, that's like, the harder part of it is that, like, we kind of started late in figuring it out. The whole country did, but it's hitting the nursing staff a little bit harder because we don't have enough equipment and resources to really be able to accommodate the influx. And that's why when I when I said stay home, it was after the video that did go viral, it was after like a really long shift where me and the nurses were just sitting there and we were just like, what the What is about to happen, Lord? Like, you know what I mean? We were just like sitting there like, like how can this work? So it was just a moment to tell people like, you know, you really don't want to be in a hospital right now. You know what I mean? Like, if you, if you need to be there, yes, that's fine. But I was more so speaking to the people that use the ER as, like, their their um, their primary care. And plenty of people do that. And, of course, like, if you need it because you have no other means, then, of course. But in general, this is just really not the time to be in the hospital because at the end of the day, it's not the people that look like they have COVID that have COVID. It's the people that are regular people. You know what I mean? Right. So you just don't want to be in, like, a situation where everybody is Right, so you're referring to the video, um, which probably crossed everybody's timeline at this point. Where, I mean, you were you you were dead serious. It wasn't like a video you made for help. I mean, it wasn't a no. video you you did just like to be cute or something. Like you were dead serious trying to tell people to stay in the crib. No, but listen, I had 1,800 followers when I posted that video. Like I, I had. I wasn't intending for it to be a, like a public service announcement. It was literally just like, I, like I make funny videos and stuff for my friends and stuff like that. And I always wanted, I have a couple businesses, so I always wanted to kind of like build a platform for my businesses so that my businesses would grow in Philadelphia though. So I expected to be like, all right, let me get my little 10,000 followers so that my business could grow. But I never intended to be world like you know known or have anything nearly as big as this so when i made the video i had never made a video about nursing before it was always little silly stuff about relationships and goofy stuff whatever so i made that video after the after a night shift and i just was like really tired and it was I, daytime too wasn't it like, <laughs> what's that i said it was like daytime wasn't it, it was like what six in the morning yeah. or something <clears throat> no it was probably like around nine i had got home from night shift and I just was sitting in my car for a minute, like, no, I don't think people understand because, and it's rightfully so, like, I want people to know that, like, nobody is mad at the people, well, I ain't going to say nobody, but I think that me, I have a soft spot for the people that are outside because I feel like at the end of the day, this isn't being handled well in the media, so I feel like people think it's over-sensationalized, so at this point, everybody's like, yeah, it's not real, or 5G, or blah, 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 COVID can't touch me, because they made it so over-sensationalized in the news, mm-hmm. so it, it was it was more so a moment to kind of, like, tell people, like, you gotta chill, you know what I mean, whether you feel that way or not, like, whether whatever it is, just stay home. Right, right, because when I first saw the video, first of all, when I saw it, it wasn't even... I didn't even see it on your page. I saw it on one of my friends' page, who's actually a nurse in LA, and I was like, "Oh, that's the homie." And then I went to your page. I'm like, "Oh, you up?" And at that time, you you was already at like thirty six thousand followers. And and I think when I but checked, that's the thing. It didn't it didn't go viral on my page. So I didn't. It went viral every everywhere else but my page. It didn't go viral on my page until after the fact because it went viral on Facebook and I don't, I barely even use Facebook. Mm-hmm. I go to Facebook once a month to say hi to my grandma. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> so right. I, I never use Facebook so it went viral on other people's pages, not mine. So when people, I re- it, it went viral, so let me give you the timeline. So first, 
I posted on March 17th that video. Then on March 20th, I posted a meme that said, you know what I like to see go viral, basic human decency. After I posted that on the 20th, like the 21st, 22nd, I noticed that somebody had posted it. Somebody told me, oh, I've seen this video of you on Facebook. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. I go to look at it. It's 100,000 views. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, Yes, yeah, so I'm like... You, you got to redirect that traffic. I'm like, wait a minute, who, who posted what of me? <laughs> so I go to look, and it was 100,000 views. So I reached out to the girl and was kind of like asking her, like, you know, are you famous? Like, how, what happened? And she was like, no. She was like, I'm a regular person. I just posted the video, and it went viral. And I'm like, that's crazy. So then the next morning, another girl had posted it. She got 251,000 views. So I'm like asking her again, like, hey, like, are you famous? And she's like, no. So then... I gave these two girls my Instagram, and I'm like, oh, well, listen, if you do want to post on Instagram, because at that point, I didn't even have a Facebook that was open for people to tag me on Facebook. So when they started to get a little bit of buzz, that's when, like, Jesse Williams posted me, Viola Davis posted me, Holly Berry posted me. Oh, wow. um, Spencer posted me. Tracy Ellis Ross posted me. D.L. Hughley posted me. Steve Harvey posted me. Um, It just went, like, all over very quickly, and... That allowed for so many, I think, like, first it went viral among nurses and medical staff, and then mm-hmm. it went viral in Philly, and then it went viral all over. So then it was just like, okay, wait a minute. Like, I, I had trouble containing myself because I was doing, like, a few shifts in a row, and I wasn't sleeping because literally every time I would doze off, somebody would call me like, oh, my God, did you see how they very both do? And I'm like, That's oh, my crazy. God. <laughs> and by that part, here come my daughters. Was that on Instagram? Did they at you? When Like, Holly Barry and yeah, Steve Harvey? Yeah, was on Instagram. Some of them... Steve Harvey was on Facebook, Viola Davis was on Twitter, so people people did it on different platforms, but that's what I'm saying, that's the part that was overwhelming, is that it went viral on all three, like, major social medias, but I wasn't necessarily aware at all, <laughs> like, you know, and then I never had this many followers, so, like, your activity page on Instagram is limited, so I couldn't see past a certain point, so people were posting me, but I couldn't even see it, like, Ellen Pompeo from um, Grey's Anatomy, Meredith, she posted, she was the first to post me, but I couldn't see it. Hold, hold on, so I literally hold, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, come here, come here, baby girl. What's wrong, baby girl? There's a fly in my room. There's a fly in your room? Okay, all right, I need you to relax, come here, sit right here. Oh, she's so cute. Oh, my goodness. Harpy, Harpy, Harpy. You want to say hi? You want to say hi? Alright. You okay? Alright. You good? You wanna go get in daddy bed? Alright, go ahead. Oh, she's not so cute. My little baby. Uh, go hop in daddy bed, okay? I love you. Alright, so um so yeah, so by this point, you you was on and popping, but let me just say this though, right? And this is how I knew you wasn't like trying in the video, because it was it was like everything to me seemed natural. It was like it was like your regular personality. You feel me? But I gotta say that I think I feel like the lighting was perfect. The hairdo was perfect. You, you feel me? The glasses might have sold it, and that and that thing just took off, huh? I, you know what's funny? You know, um, did you ever see Get Out? The comedian guy Rel. Yeah. Yeah. So he was one of the first celebrities to reach out to me, and we actually had like a two-hour conversation. Mm-hmm. And um, in the conversation, I was just like, you know, this is so weird. Like, you know, how to, I don't even know how like people deal with this level of like people in their in their box. You know what I mean? 
And he was like, well, you know, he was like, I think that you have to think about, like, the situation. He was like, we're in a situation where nobody knows anything, and we keep hearing from medical professionals, but they're not the medical professionals that are at the bedside. Mm-hmm. We're hearing from, like, doctors and scientists who actually don't touch the patient. So it was like, he was like, that. it was the first time that we had heard from somebody that was really actually doing it. That's number one. Number two, you were black. So it was like, all right, well, Amen. I can relate to her even more. Number three, it was actually funny and informative in its own way. And then number four, you, like, actually look good. He's like, so it's like, you know, the first, he's like, I'm a glasses wearer. So the first thing that I me was your glasses and it was your teeth, whatever, whatever. So right. he kind of, like, shed light to me about why other people may have looked at it that certain type of way. But... I think that that's the part, everybody that knows me has been, like, telling other people, like, oh, yeah, but that's her, really, her real personality. Right, that's right, right. really acts all the time. Like, that's li- literally 24-7, and I, I hinder my personality a lot because I'm that, like, vibrant, you know, crazy, funny person. But, you know, that's, that's the beauty of it, but that's also the hardest part is that now I have this platform where I have to somewhat be responsible for what I say and do. And I'm not right. responsible for being able, you know what I mean? It's a little different now. I can't say anything because people really are looking at what I'm saying. You know, like I posted, like, oh, I give my son elderberry gummies. Elderberry is really good for immunity, but now the elderberry is not considered a good thing. But, you know, when I say something, people actually are hearing me. Now so people want to probably debate you. and What's that? I said, do people try to debate now on the things you say? Like, so if you, if you said you give them that, are people oh, like in, yeah. in the comments coming after you? Yeah, but honestly, in a like, I tell everybody as long as as long as you said in a positive way, I'm okay with that. Like, I, I said something um, recently on my live that was kind of like um, talking about religion, and one of the young ladies DM me and was like, you know, I really like your live and I agree with you, but I just feel like you gotta be careful what you say because somebody else could have saw it differently and that could have ruined their face. I think you know what, you're right. You're right. Like, you know, if you come to me respectfully, I have no problem, like, communicating about it. I think it's more so when people come at you, like, rah, 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 and it's like, wait a minute, why you got to talk to me like that? Like, why can't you just talk about it? Why can't you just tell me what's wrong? Like, what I do, you know? Right. So it is It is hard to kind of, like, have that um, platform because people are looking at you. And it just depends. Like, when the Shade Room posted me, they were shady boots, okay? The word <laughs> they posted me. And then under underneath their caption said, "This medical professional medical professional went viral by telling uh, telling everyone who should and should not go to the hospital." That's not that's not what <laughs> So basically, all like I'm gonna say, everybody else, it was like 98% positive comments. Right. And or and if it was anything negative, it was stupid. Like, oh, she should have straightened her hair. Like that's just dumb. So um. You know what else is crazy? Huh? No, go ahead. The shade room had like I'm gonna say like thirty percent negative comments because of the way they framed it. Now people are going to try to contest what you're saying. Right. Now they're like, who is she to think that she can say whatever, whatever? So, but that wasn't what I was saying at all. Like I'm not telling nobody who should and shouldn't go to the hospital. I'm just telling you that if you show up to the ER and it's and it's twenty motherfuckers in a hazmat suit and you feel the need to proceed, <laughs> you better have an emergency. <laughs> Like, you just better have an emergency. Like, you, you, I, cause, cause me personally, I'm walking out of the way. Nah. So, I think that, you know, it's more so just the, um, just trying to tell people, like, you know, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't, you know, meant to be like that, but it wasn't a lot of negative comments. And honestly, the negative comments that I did get, it was either a nurse or a black woman behind it cussing them out. I didn't even have to respond. So, <laughs> right, right, right. That's what's up, man. Really so, you, you basically went viral. 
Just by me and you, you ain't even had to show him the wagon. <laughs> First of all, he, you don't want to be noticing it. You see, you be people like you. That's a compliment, that's though. That's the funniest part, huh? I mean, that's a compliment, though. No, it is. Like that's what that's what Ralph said. He was like, you know, he was like, I just looking at your frames. He's like, whatever. And he said, then when I when I actually went to your page, yeah, he was hello. Actually funny in other videos. That wasn't a fluke. <laughs> he's like, and then when I saw other things, I said, oh shit! Like <laughs> he was like, well, that's what we was something, you know. It was a lot to. So let me ask you this: Was this a telephone conversation with Rel, or was he in them DMs? Um, he DM'd me first, and then we FaceTime. But it wasn't nothing like that. Like he was. Really uh, cool. It wasn't nothing sexual. It wasn't nothing like he was trying to talk to me. He literally not yet. reached out. We had a conversation. Huh? I said, not yet. No, it, it wasn't even that type of nature. Like, it wasn't even like that. Like, I didn't feel that vibe at all. He wasn't flirty. We just were having a conversation. And I respected that because, like, I feel like too many times you can't just have a regular-ass conversation with somebody of the opposite sex. Like, I actually enjoy thoroughly talking to males. So, it annoys the shit out of me when everything has to go there. You know what I mean? No, I feel you. And um, so, so one of the things I was talking about, um, and clearly you fall in this group, is people who are benefiting um, just from this time. You feel me? Not of, co- of course, not the COVID nineteen, because that's a serious situation. But just like, how about the downtime? Not, not you know, what I'm saying, but just like the downtime. Like I was talking to people, telling them how I started doing like yoga. I was joking about you know starting another language. You feel me? Just, just really chilling and enjoying the time. Like I just heard my daughter come down here w- with my children doing doing the homeschool. So just talk about other ways you're, you're benefiting. Like I know, like we said, what you went from eighteen hundred followers to what eighty five thousand. Yeah, I think today it's eighty six point seven. Yeah. So, so, so how has this helped like your other businesses? <clears throat> so I have a med spa where I do lashes, and then I also I also have a um, event space that's opening in June. So my event space hasn't is not up and running yet, so it hasn't gotten there. And lashes I can't do right now. So I purposely have not advertised for it because at this point in time, I'm a little overwhelmed. Like, people don't realize how long the videos take to make. Like, some of them are authentic, first cut, done. And usually those are the funniest ones because mm-hmm. I'm my authentic self. Like, the video um, the video that actually went viral was, like, just all of a sudden. But um, the... In general, though, like, most of my videos take me a long time, so it, it sometimes it's just really time-consuming, so when it comes down to the lashes, I purposely don't, I haven't told anybody that I do them, because I don't have any time to fit anybody in, and I'm not doing lashes right now. You know what? You, you better than me, because if I was you, I would at least be taking deposits. <laughs> <laughs> while, you, while you hot, you better get them, you better get them, <laughs> you better get them deposits while you hot. Wow, the disrespect. So I said, you know what? They said, you know how you know you got kids. You know how kids coughing your face constantly and whatever they get, you get. Right. That's exactly how patients are. You think that people cover their mouth, but they don't. But to their defense, it's not on purpose. They're sick, so like we're rolling them in the bed, like they can't even like you know to the base for themselves. So it's not on purpose, but they just roll over and cough dead in your face. They touch you, they grab you. Mm-hmm. I've had patients. Grab my, grab me by the shoulders, grab my arms because they're about to fall. It's just like it's just a very unfortunately like cross contaminated job. Like it is what it is. So right. you try your best to keep it keep people's germs inside their situation, but it's not always like that. So 
I had multiple shifts in a row where people, when I say directly in my face, like, <clears throat> like, <Wow. laughs> so after that, I was like, you know what, it's not responsible for me to continue doing lashes, and that's an L for me, like, I make good money doing lashes, so, you know, my business is pretty, it's pretty consistent, so it, it sucked for me, but I just felt like I could not live with myself, I love my clients, they're like my actual friends, right. I could not live with myself knowing that. I'm over top of them, breathing in their face, touching their mucous membranes, which are like their eyes, their nose, their mouth. So it's like, you know, it's irresponsible. If I was to get one of them sick and then able to go home and get their whole family sick, and that's what people don't understand about COVID is that COVID doesn't look like anything. Amen. I can have COVID and not know. You don't. You can be asymptomatic. You can have less symptoms. Some people's symptoms is just nausea and diarrhea. Some people's symptoms are fever. The main symptoms are fever and cough. Everybody's... Um, shows differently you know so mm -hmm. i just didn't want to be the reason why somebody else is sick like i can't take that, that that's not even okay so let me, let me ask you this so outside of work just when you're when you're on your regular run around tip um of course for essentials like maybe the grocery store or you're making a run with your son um what are you doing are you wearing a mask are you wearing gloves are you wearing the hazmat suit like how are you, you rocking so i haven't been out the house you, so you I literally haven't been out the house at all no, because I was on quarantine. I had to be tested for COVID because I had, like, a fever. So it was a long story. But basically, I had a fever one day with, like, a headache, and I just was feeling cruddy. I was coughing. So I had to be tested. So I was on quarantine. Plus, it's my birthday, so I was supposed to be in Jamaica. So I had a long, like, stretch of time off anyway. Mm -hmm. I haven't been out the house at all. I've been getting my groceries delivered. Like, I was too scared to go somewhere mm. and possibly get somebody sick. So thank God my test was negative and everything. I, I healed up and I was fine. But I haven't gone anywhere. But when I did go to the grocery store right before this whole situation, I just wore, I was coming from a shift. So I had already, like, I had um, a mask that I um, already had, and I was just, like, washing my hands. But I think that that's what people don't understand is that people are going to the grocery stores with gloves on and touching everything with gloves on. I haven't, if anybody wants to look at my page, my page is Keeping It Kinky, spelled correctly, and... On, in my story, is a doctor that used a great analogy with gloves on and paint. So she showed, like, okay, I have these gloves on, I'm touching the paint, and let me show you how much you want to touch the rest of your body with these gloves on. So the point is, is that it's just better to wash your hands than to use gloves and then touch everything on you with the gloves and then take the gloves off and touch those things again. Right. So that was always my thing, right? So, all right, so first of all, with the gloves, I always just felt like you could just wash your hands just keep washing your hands, a little hand sanitizer, you'll be cool. Now, what about the mask? Like, some people say mask on, mask off. Like, how do you feel about the mask? Because I feel like, let me just say my point. I feel like even with the mask, it's kind of like, all right, you got a mask on, but it's just so much other, like, it's like, unless either you got a whole suit on or, or you're not doing nothing to me. I feel like even a mask, you pull it up, you pull it no, down, you no, touch no, it. No, 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 that's not what the point is. The okay. Mask, the mask is not because it's, okay. This, okay, so let me explain something. Please so, do. This droplet is the flu. Droplet means that there are large particles that spray when you cough and when you sneeze. That's droplet, okay? So that's the, the mask that you see that most people have on is a droplet mask. People that have those type of, like the flu, that's what we use. Airborne is tuberculosis, meningitis, and um, it's one more shingles those are airborne that's a different mask that's the n95 mask the one it's airborne it looks like it looks different it has like a pinky part at the nose it looks a little different so 
when people wear the mask, it's not necessarily, and okay, let me explain. Airborne, the particles are smaller when you sneeze and cough, so basically they can float in the air longer. So when they say that this disease is airborne, they don't mean that you're going to walk outside on your front step and get it. They mm-hmm. mean that the particles can stay in the air longer, so the particles can stay in the air longer, so therefore if someone is around you sick, you can get it without them coughing directly on you. Okay, I got you. So... With that being said, it's good to wear a mask, not necessarily because of the airborne part, but because then you will not touch your face. That's the problem here, that we keep touching our face. We touch our face. I counted one day, and I had touched my face like 10 times in a minute. You know, it's so common that you don't realize that you're doing it. So the point of the mask is not necessarily to keep airborne pathogens out. It's more so so that you don't touch your face and whatever you touch gets on you. I gotcha. And what about eating out? Are you scared to eat out or you, you cooking? Like, no. what, what you doing? No. Like, you know, it's, it's, I feel like at the end of the day, <laughs> the bigger picture is people still people still doing the same thing. People still doing booty calls. People still sleeping with multiple people raw. People still, like, you know what I mean? People still doing things they're not supposed to do. So I feel like those things are more important than necessarily eating out. Like, you know, we are in a space where everybody is having a lot of anxiety or whatever mm-hmm. so if it's your birthday you want to order something out you're not feeling well you just want to get yourself together it's not you know what I mean like you guys right. you also have to maintain a certain level of mental health you know what I mean so if you got a large family cooking, cooking and cleaning every day taking care of kids is a lot of work you know so if you need to order out go ahead and order out what I would do is just try not to touch the person that's delivering wash your hands right after and take everything out the bag throw the bag out so you're telling me booty calls are still acceptable at this time crazy part is that like no because like one of my girlfriends her boyfriend has it Whoa. and she didn't know so like you don't you don't know like it doesn't look like anything so like if you want to take that risk then I understand because listen booty calls are important and everybody needs companionship isolation is actually a form of torture so like do what you gotta do but at the same time we just have to be mindful of how that like you know what I mean like every person that leaves the house and goes somewhere else is moving the virus around Mm-hmm. Because you may not have symptoms, but now you done brought it to somebody else's house, and then they have symptoms. You know what I mean? So it's like it's, it's really tough because you want people to maintain a certain level of mental health. But this is why our country is still battling with it because other countries they had an executive order for the entire country. You could not leave the house. They were arresting people out the door. Okay, mm. some of these Asian countries they had cops on the street like hitting people. <laughs> hitting people as they were like riding past scooters and stuff like that because they're not allowed off the house whereas Trump has not put an executive order so therefore every city is shutting down as they please so now that's it's like my thing. shutting down at different times listen at the rate we're going right see that's my thing now when we get when we do get to that point because you know what, what is it a curve we're trying to flatten or whatever when mm. it doesn't slow down the way they want it to and they start to put those mandates in order and we got the army walking through here and we got the tanks walking through there and the cops start whooping people's ass then it's going to be like, oh, they don't like black people. When, it, when they've been asking us to sit in the house for three months. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't want to do it. You, you know what I'm saying? Then when they come make you us do it, do it, then that's, it's going to be a that's whole issue. The point is that people, that's what people not understanding. Like, I got to, and, and honestly, this platform of going viral helped me see a bigger picture because I have nurses from around the world. I have spoken to nurses in Nambia, Australia, Canada. Oh, my. Like, my video went viral in Ghana the second day. Wow. I didn't even know. 
Wow. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it went beyond me. So when I first, when it first went viral, viral, and Viola Davis was supposed to be, I'm such a fan of Viola Davis. I love her. So I cried for a whole day straight and had a whole panic attack because Viola Davis, she sent me a message saying, like, you're our hero. And bitch, what? Like, my chest was hurting. So it, it, it made me feel like, okay, my voice is actually, like, helping people. Like, my nurse, from a, like some nurses have told me, like, oh, yeah, we listen to your video every day before our shift to make ourselves feel better. We listen to your live all night during our night shift to make ourselves get through the shit. Like, you know, so it's like my voice has gotten way bigger than I expected it to. So I feel like it's talking to some of these other nurses. It's helped me see the bigger picture of what this situation is as well. It's, it's so much bigger than me, and that helps me understand it, too. Like, it's not about me. It's about the message and these nurses that are suffering and having a hard time. So um, when I was talking to one of the nurses in Lakewood, New Jersey, she was saying that a black guy had, like, some type of small party, and they locked him up. But then a Jewish family had a 200-person wedding, and the cops shut it down. They didn't lock them up. They shut it down. The cop that shut it down got in trouble because they contacted the mayor, I guess. Dang. He got in trouble. Next, two weeks later, half the daggone wedding is in the ICU. That's crazy. So my point is, is that, like, racism is going to play a part. So, like, sit down before it plays a part. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you you, you were going to be the first to be policed, 100%. So, like, sit down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, she now she's this nurse in a situation. They work in seven patients to one nurse. They they over they understand because half the staff is sick. The whole wedding party was admitted and, you know, some discharge because they didn't need any. Like, you know, it's just the large gatherings is what's killing everything. Well, let me ask you this. When two people get it, it's cool. But having 50 people at once get it, we don't have enough ventilators for that many people. I got a question. <laughs> so, how do you feel about this? Is just me. This just may be me being me. But how do you feel about these these drive-through parties? Have you seen those on the gram? Okay. We're so like, drive a podcast, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, do what you do. Like, if that's if, you know what I mean. Like, I don't think I'm wrong with that because, like I said, I feel like people are really dealing with a lot of depression and anxiety. So, I think you also have to keep in mind that that's a big deal too. So, Sure. Well, I think it's foolish people. I'm gonna go ahead and just tell y'all. I also I seen it on Instagram a couple of days ago where all right, people rode through, but then they stopped, then got out the car, and then they all in the middle of the street chilling. <laughs> like, oh no, I didn't see that. Forgot all. all the, I saw they really just drove by. Forgot all about the six feet and everything. I love my people though. Yeah, I just think that people just gotta be smart. You know what I mean? You just gotta be smart. Like I don't think that um, engaging with one person here and there, like whatever, is that big of a deal? But just like wash your hands a lot. You don't have no reason to be touching your friend all like that. You touch each other before. <laughs> Damn, like you know what I mean? I feel you. So what? What positive? I'm not trying to be funny. Nah, one hundred percent though. <laughs> what? What? What do you have to look forward to when this is all over though? Like, what, what positive things are you looking forward to when this thing is over? Matter of fact, before you, I'm I sorry. Before you end, into the fact that I'm viral. Like, I, I still don't really feel like I'm at that point because. I haven't had to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm, we're on quarantine, so being viral hasn't really touched me. Like, the first weekend that I went viral, I went to groceries where people recognized me. But I was right. like, oh, this is weird. But that was the last time I was at the house. So I don't know how it'll manifest when I'm actually leaving the house. I don't know how far it'll go. I can tell you this. I never really wanted to be a jet setter. Like, you know how some social media influencers, they move to L.A. and they start yeah. their whole life. And yeah. That was never really my goal on the flip side. I'm not going to 
limit my blessings, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm more of like a home person. Like, I, I, you know, that was never my goal, so I don't know, honestly. We'll see where this takes me. I'm open to wherever it goes, but at the same time, that's one of the parts that's been the hardest is that, like, I feel like I was more supported by, um, like, these pe- like people than, like, people that really know me. Like, people that really know me, the first thing they were saying was, oh, that's what's up. Like, you're going viral. Like, my nigga, I'm just trying to live. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Like, text me and ask me if I'm okay. positive side starting to come through the hospital like is there a, a positive trend is stuff slowing down or or like is it still no. like not at all no this, is, no this is our week this week will be the week that'll probably be our peak this week next week probably be our peak and then hopefully after that it'll slow down the problem is people show symptoms like two to like 10 days after they, after they get in contact with people so if everybody could just sit the fuck down for like two or three weeks it would disappear because it didn't spread you know what i mean it don't it only takes a few weeks of sitting down for it to stop like south korea had their first case the same day as we did but they're on the downtrend because their their government did more than we did right because i feel like the first time i heard about covid was in the group chat with my guys right and i think all somebody did was like put an ig link inside the chat like yo something going on in wuhan and they building hospitals from the rip like they were like building like a whole hospital like in a day you feel me that was my first time actually hearing about it yeah, but if you, even if you look at their nurses, their nurses have full-on suits. We don't even have enough equipment to do that. Damn. Like, they're, in South Korea, they're tested, they tested their nurses every five days. Like, and that helps because then you know sick before they get everybody else sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, it was, like, other countries did a whole lot more to prevent this from getting as bad as it did. And our country still ain't doing even half of what they're supposed to do. So it's like we're already at a deficit and we're just sitting here, like sitting ducks waiting for, you know what I mean? Like we don't, we're not, there's no plan. We just sit here. So that's why it's like we have to take control of our, that's why, I don't know if you saw, I did the speed dating thing for, to raise money. Because I feel like at the end of the day, like, so basically I did a speed dating thing where people were able to speed date with me on Instagram Live, but the potential suitors had to um, donate at least $10 by cash app to families in need. Mm-hmm. So I I did that and it was pretty cool. I had raised like nine hundred, but then after all the dates were over, I'm like, all right, y'all, it's a certain amount of y'all and it's live right now. If everybody donate a dollar, I'll get over a thousand, and then I'll be able to really help these families. So I had got multiple family nominations and didn't have enough necessarily to really give them a good amount. So I literally looked down. I put I pinned my cash app at the bottom. I looked down at my phone and they had donated over two thousand dollars in ten minutes. That's crazy. That's crazy. So. 
Right. So it, it, it just, and I ugly cried on Instagram Live with yeah. thousands of people watching. When I say ugly cried, I boo-boo like if I owe a David Jones. It's not everything. <laughs> 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 because I was just like overwhelmed with like, you know, just other things. I think that we have to take charge in being our savior. We have to help ourselves because ain't nobody going to help us, especially not the black community. So we have the responsibility to help each other. You know somebody that don't have a toilet paper, you got three, 3,000 rolls, give them one. <laughs> you know, like the fuck, if you if you you got a mask, give give somebody one. You know what I mean? Help help each other out because we ain't gonna get through this by everybody being selfish. Everybody got to think about everybody else. So let me ask you: Do you have any um? So what 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 positive things do you see coming out of this whole situation, if any? A lot, a lot. I think it made everybody slow down, including me. I was moving really fast. I was working constantly, always doing the most never sleeping. It made me slow down tremendously. I think it made people understand if they were in a healthy relationship or not. It's okay. You won't figure that out being in the house with a motherfucker for a month and a half. Um, I think it really showed people like what things they need to change in their in their household. And I think it really showed people you need to have a damn savings. A job is a job is a job. At the end of the day that's not that's not security. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So many people rely on a job. It's like, no, you need to have your own security. You need to have two months of rent, two months of your cost of living stays up just in case, you know? So I think that that is something that's probably talked to. And I just think people are getting back to humanity. Like, for once, we have an issue that doesn't affect, that affects everyone, whether you're black, white, indifferent, age, sex, it doesn't matter. So I think it's making people be more human. Like, you know, and just realize, like, okay, it's, it's not just me. Like, we, I think America, I think people in general, but especially Americans, I think they're selfish. They don't care about other people's plights unless it's their own. You hear about somebody getting something terrible happening to them, and you just be like, oh. But if it's somebody that you know, that it's like, oh, my God. Like, no, 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 no. We should have the same passion, you know? I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I wasn't even thinking that deeply. I was just thinking about when I'm in line, you ain't all on my neck if you behind me. But um, <laughs> I'm rocking. <laughs> I'm rocking. Like Keep them X's on the ground. <laughs> like, huh? I said, keep those X's, you know what I mean, those markers on the ground when I'm in Target. Like, back up, bro. Yeah, no, I agree with that. No, I agree with that. But I'm just saying, I think that people don't, people don't reverence other people's problems. They only care about their problems. You know what I mean? Like, nobody cares about the Mexicans that are damn in, in, in concentration camps. Because it's not you. It's not your family. It's not your genre. It can't happen to you as far as you know. So you can be oblivious to it. But that's not fair. You know what I mean? Like, we all need to care about everybody else's plight. It's not just their plight. It's yours. So don't expect people to care about Black Lives Matter if you ain't caring about going on Mexicans. That's real. That's you know real. I mean? So we need to all care about everybody else, not just be in our own box of our problems and that's the only thing that exists. We ain't no better than, than somebody that's white if we don't care about other people's problems but our own, you know? That's real. That's real. I appreciate you calling up, talking to the boy. You're welcome. Anytime, just let me know. Hit me up. Call me. Yeah, we get this thing back rolling. You got to pull up in person though, so we can talk how we how we normally talk on this no, show. Because you just gonna be looking at my butt. Because you know how you do. Don't even. I'm not coming over. I'm cool. I'm gonna just stay over here because you already know how you do. Well, this will be the last time you're on this show. All right, you call me on the phone. All right, I'm gonna holler at you, man. Good looking. Shout out to the homie Sheena, man. Yeah, she good peoples, man. But yeah, she right. She better keep that turkey away from mate. Good to be back, people. This ain't rocket science, man. You got something to say, holla at us. Hit us up on the podcast page, T-E-R-S.
podcast, Tars podcast, man. Holla at me. Mano, 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 BJ, 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 BJ. This ain't rocket science, people.